0: Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. We're talking today about the connection between the gut and the brain. Now, this is really important because some researchers, and I said this earlier, have said that we may be able to replace a lot of people's antidepressants with good probiotics. Probiotics are good bacteria. And we find that when the colon is functioning normally and you have the right amount of bacteria, about 100 trillion microorganisms in your colon, you have the right amount of bacteria and fungus and the right ratio going on your colon, the brain works better. I've been talking about this for 30 plus years. So I'm very happy that modern medical researchers are finally catching up to what I've been teaching for 35, 30, 35 years now, about 35 years. Yeah. So if we can get the gut working properly, the brain is able to work better. And there's a connection between the brain and the gut called the vagus nerve, V-A-G-U-S. It's the longest nerve in your body. And it connects the gut to the brain. And it sends messages from the brain to the gut and gut to the brain, and they tell them what to do. So with that being said, if you have acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating, constipation, how many times should you go to the bathroom? About twice a day. Yeah, that's normal, not twice a month, not twice a year. I'm amazed when people say that. I go to the bathroom about twice a month. No, about food in should mean food out. So we're gonna talk about constipation and the gut and the link to Parkinson's disease. This is huge because it's gonna change the way we treat, I believe, a lot of brain issues, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, because the research keeps coming out, and it's gonna go mainstream sooner or later, that you have to have the gut working for all these other things to not happen, like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. So, possibility that the two organs share a disease is now commonplace. Parkinson's disease a degenerative neurodisease, uh, neurological disease may originate in the gut. This is what the research is showing. According to recent research published in the journal Neurology, Parkinson's disease may start in the gut and travel to the brain via the vagus nerve. What? Yeah. It may start in the gut. These li- these certain proteins we're gonna talk about in just a second can go up the vagus nerve into the brain. They've done research on this and they found that there's a direct correlation. People have had a truncal vega- vagotomy, which is mean they take out a piece of the vagus nerve, not a big fan of that by, by the way, Uh, uh, or if they had opposed to a selective vagotomy, which is just part of it, 40% lower risk of developing Parkinson's disease. Now, that being said, they still have a 60% risk of having it. So I'm not totally buying into that research as saying it's a correlation. There may be other things involved, but here's the thing that, that got me. Other evidence for this hypothesis that people with Parkinson's disease have a gastrointestinal problem such as constipation that can start decades before the disease. And this is interesting because when we have patients with Parkinson's, we always ask about their digestive system. And I've found in my career, and I'm sure these researchers have done more than I have, that there's always a digestive component. So constipation can be a big thing. We have a product, uh, it should be on the website. Sometimes we sell out, we gotta, we gotta get more of it. It's called Dr. Joe's Intestinal Cleanser. And the intestinal cleanser is amazing. Like I can take Dr. Joe's Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, and I feel a little better. It's pretty amazing stuff. But when you take intestinal cleanser, usually within two or three days, your bowels are empty. It's just crazy and very easy. It's not like it's urgent. You have to run to the bathroom. But the intestinal cleanser is great because it can move out impacted uh, food and bacteria and waste products out of your colon. And when that happens, now the bacteria in your colon are able to start to multiply and live happily ever after, so to speak. So if you have constipation, if your bowels aren't moving at least once a day, you might want to consider Dr. Joe's intestinal cleanser. It's on the website, drjoe.com. Again, if we're sold out, it'll be, we get it back very quickly. So, but what happens is with constipation, is there's usually other issues. The intestinal cleanser is just gonna jump start everything. But the nerves in your low back control everything from the waist down. So if you have a pinched nerve in the low back, you might have back pain, leg pain, hip pain, knee pain, ankle pain. That same nerve controls your colon, sex organs, and bladder. So if you have a pinched nerve in the low back, you might experience things like gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation, urinary problems, sexual problems, Every women with period problems. Everything from the waist down is controlled by the nerves in the low back. So we want to fix that the best we can. And that's why from a chiropractic standpoint, many patients come to us for pain, but a lot of patients come to us, they say, doc, I want you to check my nervous system. Because even though I don't have pain, I have asthma, I have digestive issues, I have adrenal problems. And almost 100 percent of the time whatever organ is involved we can trace the nerve back to the spine and that nerve is being pinched now is it always the only cause no but it's certainly a contributing factor so if you can get the nervous system working properly and we can get the gut bacteria right and we can get you on good supplements like dr joe's supergreens, dr joe's essential source at least dr joe's probiotics if there's digestive issues dr joe's digestive enzymes as you get older, you don't produce the digestive enzymes like you used to. Now we have a plan. Most people have health insurance. They don't have a health care plan. So when I say you need a new health care plan, no, you need a health care plan. You may need new insurance, but you need a, a health plan. And if we can get the nervous system working, digestive system working and good nutrition, now you have a health care plan. So we're talking about Parkinson's and this just blew my mind when I saw this research. Specific chemicals produced by certain gut bacteria worsen the accumulation of proteins in the brain that are associated with the disease. So different bacteria producing a protein. The actual proteins implicated in disease actually appear to travel from the gut to the brain. And the, 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 uh, the, there's a protein called synuclein. And the synuclein is a protein. Um, they form fibers in the, and that damage the nerves in the brain. And they result in the telltale tremors and movements that exhibited in Parkinson's disease. So where do these uh, synuclein come from? Now we're finding out it's made in the gut. Researchers believe alpha-synuclein produced in the gut bacteria not only regulate, but actually are required in order for Parkinson's symptoms to occur. Wow, that's big. So this is why over the years, myself and other holistic practitioners have seen results in many cases, not always, but many cases of things like Parkinson's, of things like uh, emotional disorders, anxiety, depression, ADD. We knew why, we knew how it worked, we didn't know why it worked. And now, once again, the research is proving that we were right, which is kind of cool. Link is so intriguing that, th- that to suggest the best treatment strategy to address these may be in the gut rather than the brain using specific probiotics rather than drugs. I like this. Ronson here. In the study, synthetic alpha-synuclein was injected into the stomach and the intestines of the mice. After seven days, the alpha-synuclein were observed in the animal's guts. Clumping peaked at 21 days. Then the clumps of alpha-synuclein also were observed in the vagus nerve and then traveled up to the brain. So they injected it into the gut and it ended up in the brain. So, wow. It's pretty cool stuff. Uh, Six days after the injections, alpha-synuclein accumulated in the midbrain, a region that makes the chemical messengers. Uh, And it also helps with positive thoughts and emotions. So, crazy stuff. Dopamine is also involved here too. Now, dopamine is a neurotransmitter that gives you pleasure. And dopamine comes from amino acids, and the amino acid uh, tyrosine becomes dopamine. And so, if you're not breaking down your food properly, you're not going to get the dopamine production. There are nerve cells that die in people with Parkinson's, which is a progressive brain disorder that affects movements. So, we have to make sure the brain is getting the right nutrition. Have to make sure the brain is getting the right messages from the gut there's a supplement i have and i take it very often uh it's called dr joe's nitric oxide support now nitric oxide it's getting buzz all over the tv once again i was way ahead of the curve nitric oxide opens up your blood vessels and increases circulation and if the blood vessels are open it can lower the pressure in the blood vessels so a lot of people that, that have blood pressure we work on getting their nitric oxide levels high. Where do we get nitric oxide from? We get it from nitrates in plants. This is why a plant-based diet, again, is the direction I want most people to go. If you heat these nitrates with protein, they create nitrosamines. Nitrosamines are carcinogenic. Why would we heat nitrates with protein? How about things like bacon or smoked foods or sausages or lunch meats? When we take nitrates and we heat them around meat it creates that nice smoky flavor that we like but it can also create nitrosamines which are known carcinogens so we want to get nitrates from plants or dr joe's nitric oxide support to open up the blood vessels and when we do that it can increase circulation how about increased circulation to your brain ah now we're on to something so eating a good diet can create nitrates to create nitric oxide to open up the blood vessels to increase circulation to the brain, and your brain works better. Now, you need nitric oxide for all parts of your body. I'm gonna snicker here, I'm be like a little 14-year-old boy, but you need circulation to your private parts. And if you have good circulation to your private parts, they work better, men and women. Not just men, but women as well. So if we can get good circulation into the private parts, things work better. If you ever watch any sporting event, every third commercial is for what? Little blue pill. Apparently every man in America can't function, and so if we start taking nitric oxide and we start eating a plant-based diet, we're gonna have more nitrates to create nitric oxide, and it's gonna open up the blood vessels. Then, from a chiropractic standpoint, we check the nerve supply to the organs. We talked about the low back controlling the colon, also pro- controls the, the, the reproductive organs. And I can't tell you how many men over the years have come into the office, a doctor, a miracle worker. I've tried everything. You adjusted my low back, and now my happy parts are working happy again. So you see how structure affects function. Bones out of place, pinch nerves, the organs can't work. Chemistry affects function, making sure you're getting the right nutrients in the body. And these alpha-synuclein start migrating up toward the brain, back to Alzheimer's again, uh, Parkinson's, I'm sorry. I digressed there for a moment. And that can lead to problems. And if we have constipation, that may be linked to it. So that's why we want to do things like Dr. Joe's uh, nitric oxide support to open up the blood vessels, and then we also want to do Dr. Joe's intestinal cleanser. And the super greasy essential source many times get the bowels moving as well. So the same kind of lesions found in Parkinson patients' brains are also found in their guts, leading to the idea that a simple biopsy of your intestinal wall may in fact be a good way to treat the disease. So the same lesions, the same boo-boos that you find in the gut are found in the brains. So if we find them in the gut, chances are it's going to be in the brain as well. Because many times with Parkinson's, we don't know what to do with them until they're dead. We can biopsy, out, uh, autopsy out their brain and say, sure enough, there it is. There's the problem. We found it. And so we may, not, we may be able to find it earlier if we just do a, a analysis of the colon. Findings of steering research to look at the potential role of gut and how it plays in neurological diseases such as Alzheimer's and autism, as well as other behavioral disorders. Once again, Dr. Joe is right. We'll put a big check mark in the Dr. Joe was right column because we've been talking about this for decades. Autism, ADD, ADHD, anxiety, depression, bipolar. I even had suicidal patients come to me. And it happens not infrequently. Dr. Joe, if you can't fix me, I'm going to kill myself. And so far we have 100% success rate. No one's done it. So if we can fix the gut, if we can fix the pain, uh, interstitial cystitis is one of those things where patients say, doc, if you can't fix me, I'm, I don't know what I'm gonna do because I've tried everything. And it's when it burns severely when you urinate. And for women, it's a big issue and there's not much we can do about it. We're giving painkillers, but many times we adjust the nerve supply in the low back to the bladder, and we can actually go in and adjust the bladder and get it to relax. And when that happens, many times the pain goes away. So interstitial cystitis patients, another pain patient that most doctors don't know what to do with, they dump them in our lap, we end up fixing them. In most cases, not always, but in most. But if we can get the gut working, it's pretty crazy what happens, including pain management. Because again, if your gut isn't working, cause an inflammatory reaction, which irritates uh, nerves all over the body, it's a big issue. So this is why most people wouldn't think about chiropractic care, nutrition care for emotional disorders, and now it's going mainstream. Which is exciting, because I've been fighting this battle for 30 years now. So I want to talk about your immune system and your gut as well. You're exposed to a wide variety of bacteria every day, just breathing. Right now, you're breathing, you're inhaling bacteria, viruses, germs, and your immune system is on guard. It's ready to fight them off. Bacterial colonization begins at birth. That's why we talk so much about uh, making sure the baby is breastfed. And the new trend now in pediatrics is getting babies off antibiotics, like ear infections. American Pediatric Association is now saying, don't give antibiotics for ear infections because they heal just about as fast with or without. And so if we can limit the amount of antibiotics somebody's exposed to, that's gonna be a good thing. And this is why it's exciting when we are able to get people well naturally. So for example, I had a friend of mine and her little granddaughter had thrush, which is a, a a yeast overgrowth in her mouth. And I said, was the baby given antibiotics? Yes, how long ago? A few weeks ago. So sure enough, the bacteria in the colon got damaged, but yeast in the colon isn't damaged by bacteria. It started to multiply, burrowed holes in the colon, went up into the mouth, set up shop, vaginal infections, mouth infections, armpit, jock itch. Many times that's a yeast infection from the colon, not in, in the area where it is. So I suggest that we get the baby on good probiotics. The mother agreed. And so hopefully we're gonna get this baby's bacteria back to normal again. From a chiropractic standpoint with ear infections, if somebody has a bone out of place in the upper neck pull the atlas, if it moves out of place, that can pinch the nerve, that can cause ear infections. So I can't tell you how many patients we've had over the years with ear infections, put the bone back in place, opens up the nerve supply, the ear infection goes away. You don't need the antibiotics. You don't need the antibiotics. It doesn't kill off the bacteria. The bacteria now we're finding out controls the brain and that's how it all ties together. So if you wanna make an appointment to come see us, we would love to be your doctors. If you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, sciatic pain, numbness, tingling, muscle weakness, headaches, make an appointment, come see us. In the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge, and we would love to be your doctors. So go to our website, drjoe.com, and we'll set up a time for you to come see us. Now, if you make an appointment, A, show up, and B, be ready to make some changes, because it's really important that if you come in and we spend time working with you, and we find something we think we can help, we wanna move forward right away. I don't want you to think about it. I don't know, I'm not sure. If you don't know, don't make an appointment. Make an appointment when you're ready to get well. So you can go to my website, drjoe.com. You can set up a time. My staff will explain how everything works. And we'd love to see you. We can usually get you in pretty quickly, usually within a 24 to 48 hours too. Now, if you're not in the Atlanta area, because I know this show goes all over the world. If you're not in the Atlanta area, you can, we can always do a phone consultation or you could just come see us. A lot of people come to Atlanta, great city. And we'd be more than happy to work with you uh, maybe doing phone consultation. So the website, if you want to get supplements, super greens, essential source, probiotics, digestive enzymes, vitamin D, uh, B-complex, adrenal support, a bunch of others, those are all on the website, drjoe.com. So folks, make a move. Stop sitting around. Don't be like so many of my patients that say, "Why didn't I do this sooner? Why did I suffer needlessly for so long?" I don't know that answer. Just go to the website drjoe.com, make your appointment, order your super greens and essential source and everything else. And by the way, if you come by offices, you can pick up the supplements. We won't ship you. We won't charge you shipping charges. Save you money. I want to get you well. I'll do whatever it takes to get you well. So let's go back to the immune system. I know we don't have a whole lot of time left. So. Bacterial colonization, we said, begins at birth. Uh, if you're antibiotic use by the mother or the child, if you are born cesarean, that can become a problem as well. Bottle feeding instead of breastfeeding, excessive hygiene, if you're constantly washing and keeping the baby too clean. I know that sounds funny, right? But one of the reasons babies get sick is because they don't get exposed to a lot of bacteria. And what happens is if they're not getting exposed to a lot of bacteria, their body doesn't know how to work. And so babies get colds and and, and runny noses all the time because when they're exposed to bacteria or viruses or germs, the body says, okay, I don't know what this is. I'm going to get sick. I'm keeping this simple for you. Then the body is trained. The immune system is trained to recognize that virus or that bacteria. And so next time the baby's exposed to it, you, the body says, I recognize that. I know how to fight it off. I fought this battle once before and I can win this thing. And so this is one of the reasons why children get sick so often. This is one of the reasons why the only way to ever be immune to chickenpox or mumps is to get the disease. That's a perfect example of how the immune system learns. I can give you a vaccination for the measles, but it's only going to be short term, and it's not always effective. Once you have the chicken pox, you don't get them again because your immune system now knows how to deal with it. You're going to be exposed to chicken pox again in your life, but you won't get them again because the immune system knows how to fight it off. So viruses like cold and flu, they're constantly mutating and changing. And that's why we don't have immunity season to season, or even week to week sometimes, because it mutates so often. But the baby's immune system has to learn. It has to practice. And we can do that by breastfeeding, giving the body good probiotics, and exposing the baby to certain things. I'm not saying throw them out in the dirt, but don't be so freaked out every time the baby's exposed to something, because it's called the hygiene hypothesis, where if somebody is too clean or we're too clean in our environment, we don't get out in the dirt and dig in the garden like we used to, we're more susceptible to disease. And it's a fine line, I don't have an exact answer for that one, but my goal is to keep the immune system as strong as possible. So what do we do? Dr. Joe's supergreens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, we have something called Dr. Joe's Wellness Booster, Echinacea, Paldiarchal, Olive Leaf Extract, it stimulates the immune system. If I do feel like I'm getting sick, I take something called Dr. Joe's Seasonal Tonic, and it's ginger, horseradish, cayenne pepper, onion, and garlic. And it's pureed in an apple cider vinegar. And what's cool is things like horseradish. uh, Horseradish opens up your sinuses and opens up circulation. The garlic uh, is, is known to be antibiotic, antiviral, and antifungal. So now we can actually start taking it from the outside in and then building up the immune system from the inside out. And it's a plan. Raise your body temperature if you're sick. Because viruses start to die off around, what, 105, 106? That's why if you have a fever, it helps fight off the viruses. Now, I don't recommend you allow fever go to more 103. But if you take a hot shower or steam shower or sauna, raise your body temperature. Viruses love cold weather. They don't like warm weather, and so cold viruses anyway. And so they they can be fought off by raising your body temperature. That can help the immune system. Then you build up the good bacteria in the colon so that you don't produce these weird uh, proteins that might go up into the brain and create things like Parkinson's. And a lot of researchers hope that in the future, various bacteria Uh, We're going to find out which bacteria have influences on what diseases, and we can actually start to colonate your body with those bacteria. Scientists have identified bacteria that appear to predispose people to things like obesity, type 2 diabetes, liver disease, and cardiovascular disease. Overweight people. Now, I used to be fat, okay? I used to be really overweight. And the bacteria in a fat person's colon, that's why I can say the F word, fat people's colon have different bacteria than skinny people. And this is, this is no joke. This is actually treatment now that we're doing. Not we, somebody's doing. It's called a fecal implant. They're taking the bacteria out of a, fat, of a skinny person and implanting it into the colon of a fat person so that those bacteria can now multiply and get the bacteria in the fat person's colon more like a skinny person's colon, and it works better. So the research in immunity is just off the chart. Cancer treatments was always what? Chemotherapy, radiation, chemotherapy, radiation. What's everybody talking about now? Immunotherapy. If we can get your immune system to attack the cancer cells, it'll only attack the cancer cells. Pretty cool stuff. So the immune system is, the research in the immune system is just off the charts and it's what we've been talking about for 30, well, me for 35 years now. Make sure you're getting the right bacteria in there. How do you optimize your gut bacteria? I know we're running out of time, so I gotta make sure I cover this. All this information really is to drive home the point that you wanna optimize your gut bacteria to help your physical and mental well-being so everything we just said goes down to this reseed your gut with beneficial bacteria it's essential to maintaining proper balance beneficial bacteria can help keep pathogenic microbes and fungus uh, in check and they prevent them from taking over so what do we do if you're not going to the bathroom at least once a day get your low back checked. that's the nerve supply into the colon you may have pinched nerves causing constipation or diarrhea dr joe's intestinal cleanser might be able to jump start it Supergreens, an essential source, the minimum amount of nutrients you need every single day. I take those every single day, many times twice a day. I have it right here in the studio with me. Dr. Joe's probiotics, if you've taken antibiotics, if you eat meat and dairy products, or you eat commercially grown foods, chances are they've been either fed antibiotics or sprayed with chemicals such as glyphosate, which is an antibiotic, and it can kill off the bacteria in your colon. So Dr. Joe's probiotics, if I eat a cooked meal, I take digestive enzymes, to help break down the food more efficiently so it doesn't rot in my gut. If you have acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating, we may have to adjust your stomach, pull it down away from the diaphragm so that the stomach relaxes and is able to break proteins into amino acids to produce neurotransmitters. Wow, pretty cool stuff. But this is the stuff we do every day in our practices. In the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. Every single day, we work on patients getting the nervous system working, the digestive system working, and good nutrition. Doctors from all over the world send us patients. I had a patient refer to me from Los Angeles this week. And so they said, Doc, we don't know what else to do. Everyone in Los Angeles talks about you. We want." So I came out here to see you. And so if we can get the digestive system working, if we can get the nervous system working, if we can get good nutrition into the patients and get you eating the right foods, It's easy, go to my website, drjoe.com, watch a video I did called The Seven Deadly Sins of Nutrition. After that, I want you to listen to a video, it's all all on the media, on my website. It's called, So What Can I Eat? If you you like books, we have Eating Right for the Health of It, we have Prescription for Extreme Health, those are on the websites as well. But the key here is I want you to start planning your healthcare uh, (laughs) protocol. What can you do? Antibiotics only if they're absolutely necessary. Conventionally raised meats and animal products, we talked about that. They use low dose antibiotics, genetically engineered. Glyphosate is sprayed on the grains. Try to eat organic whenever you can. Processed foods, excessive sugar feeds the bad bacteria. So cut out the sugars, the breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, and pastas. Chlorinated water. If you shower, I I have a water filter in my house. It's it's about four feet tall. It filters every drop of water in my house. Because when I take a shower, I don't want chlorine getting into my pores. I don't want chlorine evaporating out of my toilet. I don't want to put fluorinated toothpaste in my mouth because chlorine and fluorine can act as antibiotics. Antibacterial soaps, not a good idea. The government has said they work just as well as soap and water, regular soap and water, and many times antibacterial soaps contain something called triclosane. Triclosane affects your hormones. It's an endocrine disruptor. If you want to make your own hand sanitizer, I think it's on my website. If not, it's any type of alcohol, including vodka or rubbing alcohol, witch hazel, equal parts, and then you can put some tea tree oil in there to give it a little flavor and a scent and give it an antibiotic, act as an antibiotic. And you can make your own. So there's things that you can do to get well and stay well. Have a normally functioning nervous system, have a normally functioning digestive system, have good nutrition, fix the gut bacteria, get the brain and the gut talking to each other, and you'll be amazed. And you'll probably be like most of my other patients and say, Why didn't I do this sooner? Why did I suffer for so long? So if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, if you're tired of suffering, go to my website right now, drjoe.com. Make an appointment to come see us. You can order all the supplements we talk about and more. If you have questions, send them to me through the website. I'm more than happy to answer questions for you. Uh, And if there's anything you want covered, Send me ideas for shows, and we'll try to cover it for you. But the website's there 24 hours a day. Plus, we have over 1,000 hours of podcasts on the website. And if you have a website service, it's called For the Health of It. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. The website, again, drjoe.com. Thanks so much for listening. Tell your friends about the show. We'll get you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health of It. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on a WSB radio app.